Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women. And we love nothing but beer. <laughs> I'm, I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. It's not even that funny. I'm with the Drunk Guys. It's funny enough. And this week we are returning to the world of Colleen Hoover by reading Verity, and Nate is starting the beer. This beer is called Evil Brains. For two reasons. <laughs> By KCBC. For two reasons. First, one of the main characters is very evil. Verity. At least you think, maybe, probably, throughout Verity. most of the book. But also, the very first paragraph of the first page, the uh, main character, Lowen, sees a guy's head get crushed and his brain splatters everywhere. In a traffic, mundane traffic accident. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In New York, because New York's so dangerous. Anyway, this is Evil Brains Triple IPA by KCBC. And it just says, oh, brewed in collaboration with Evil Twin NYC. Uh. And there are a bunch of hops, and it is 10.0% alcohol. That's a big boy. Very big. <laughs> I have work tomorrow. Uh, great. Uh, anyway, it's good. The mm. largest of boys. This is, this is really good. Yeah, this is, this is quite tasty. Better than that West Coast IPA I had earlier. Anyway, yeah, it's a good triple IPA. So Verity is a novel by Colleen Hoover, and this is our second one of hers, but this is a very different one. This is a thriller, which from what I gathered from her uh, afterward or whatever, is different for her too. This is not, this is a little outside of her uh, comfort zone. It's a thriller from her vanilla. Yeah, it's a thriller where the main guy often drills her. Um, yeah. And the main character is Lowen Ashley. Because no one in which, this book has a fucking reasonable name. I can't believe... No, you know what? None of us got a Lowen brow. That is disappointing. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was a bad... Like, We're higher up. brow than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We're not. And so it opens up like... You're like, what is fucking happening? She is trying to cross the street in Manhattan. And as often happens in Manhattan... A man crosses when he's not supposed to, which in real life only happens every single time the light changes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but infrequently, their head explodes. And he like somehow like falls and gets slowly run over by like a construction vehicle, and his head bursts like a watermelon at a Gallagher show. And just like she gets sprayed with brain matter. And because this is, you know, New York, where people don't give a shit, they're just like, New York, oh, whatever, I'm going to cross the street, i got to get to my bagel shop. Move out of the dog. way, broad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think this person's ever been to New York. No. Like, if someone's head exploded in front of us, we'd stop. I well, she says hot dog, but... Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's brains on this, Manhattan, on this hot dog. Can I get a different dirty water dog? <laughs> I don't want to eat this one. But uh, she says, but here in Manhattan... A pedestrian struck by a vehicle happens so often, it's not much more than an inconvenience, a delay in traffic for some, a ruined wardrobe for others. This probably happens so often, it won't even end up in print. Bullshit, dude. It's always in print. Everybody <laughs> around would be like, an excuse to not work? And they'd be <laughs> fucking there. Just like, oh, there's some shit happening here. <laughs> I'm going to not do my job right now. And I'm on the clock? Perfect. A man died. His head got turned into pudding. And then they'd just watch that. That would be all over the local news. You'd watch like the fucking lame, like, uh, like the fucking Channel 9 people or the Channel 11 people, like the really 
the really not famous <laughs> local news people show up, mm-hmm. it would be a big deal. Because it'd be like, what the fuck was wrong with this guy? New York one would cover it for crushed? hours, especially if there was a video. Interrupted only by weather on the ones. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived in New York now for just about 15 years, and not only have I never seen that happen, I've only ever seen I've one... Looked. I've only ever seen one person actually get hit by a car. Those, like, So I guess I did see it once, but they did not die, nor get their head crushed. And I only heard about one person having severe head trauma. It was actually because they're riding a bike without a helmet, and they, like hit something or a car hit them and from what i understand they didn't do well after that yeah that's a but bad combo. that's in 15 years not the kind of occurrence that happens so often that no one even bats an eye oh yeah this 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 scene felt like it was written by somebody who never left their tiny little town sounds like it's from a fucking mormon yeah like someone from rural colorado where is colleen hoover from let's see if we were good at this, we would have looked this up beforehand. I don't care. She's from Vacuum Sulphur down. Springs, Texas, of course. Oh, well, of course. This is why she has stupid names for these characters. Her children's names are Kale, with a C, Levi, and Beckham. Those aren't even, like, like Verity is a real name. But like an old, that's like a Mayflower kind of name. You know, back in the day when you'd give well, yeah, women. Well, because the pilgrims named like, their kids after things that weren't names. But they were named, like, a Verity... <laughs> Amity, truth chast- seeker, chastity before the strippers took that one. They did. And yeah, they, re- they really took that one. <laughs> they really they they repurposed it. Charity, you know, there's like they need to like biblical ideals. Yeah, sodomy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be that kid. That's uh, all the young boys, all the young dudes. <laughs> uh, so so verity, but of course verity means like like truth. <laughs> Right, so this is real subtle in this book. There's a character named Truth, but is she telling the truth? Bum bum. It's just I don't even fucking. It's like okay, you you could have you could have laid it on a little less thick. But anyway, so why is Lo and Ashlyn watch Ashley watching a man's head get turned into meat grinding uh, sauce? Because so she's on her way to an important yes. meeting. She's going to an important business meeting, which those only take place in Manhattan. And she's going to her publisher's office where she has an offer. And she's a writer who's written several shitty thrillers that sold a few copies. Are they thrillers? But like her, I forget what they were. She wrote, but they're she mysteries. wrote books. Oh, it doesn't. Okay, they're fine. mysteries because Verity's books were mysteries told from the point of view of the villain. Yeah, she invented that, apparently. It sounds fucking boring. No, it depends on what you're into. I mean, it sounds like a, it's just like a different take, but also I'm sure that wasn't unique. No. <laughs> like, that exists. It's called Wicked. Um, well, isn't the point that she wasn't? I don't know. I never saw Wicked. Yeah, I mean, it's a book, actually. We should read it. Um, we should. I'm just, I'm just assuming that it's called Wicked because she's not Wicked. Uh, it's an ironic thing, but I could be wrong. No, it's because she's from Southie. Oh, yeah. It's a wicked good show. So um, <laughs> she's there for a meeting because, you know, she sold a handful of books that sold, you know, some copies. But she lost basically all of her money and hasn't written in a while because she was taking care of her dying mother and is about to be evicted. We are getting saturated and, with cliches right off the bat. 
it's it's like Les Mis. She's <laughs> like, I stole a loaf of bread and I got arrested. <laughs> it's just, it's absurd. We we skipped the part how when oh, when yeah, Lowen man. was covered in brains. It's like a zombie she, movie. From they one brought chapter. Uh, a dude on the street next to her, brought her to a Starbucks into the bathroom and said, "Here, and took wash her shirt your, off. wash yourself off." Like, just go go clean yourself. Oh, your your shirt is completely, like, ruined? Okay, here's my shirt. He takes his shirt off and gives it to her so she can wear it. And he's already hot. Anyway, um... She and it's not the only so brain he's going to be getting this book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, There's so much room. This shirt's so baggy on me because it had to fit his enormous cock inside of it too. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't know where the dick is. On anyway, she she asks she, like he what's wears it? like a cummerbund. I mean, his name is Jeremy, and he's like, oh yes, I I feel so bad, you, you know, but I'm not I'm not as like phased by it because a lot of bad things have happened to me too. <laughs> this is exactly I've, the same opening as it ends with us. Yes, there are a lot of parallels. It's two people into how it's written. fucking trauma bonding out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah, but at least it ends with us. It didn't start with like, I'm really, you know, it's okay. I'm covered in man brain because uh, I used to change my mother's bedpan. That's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> really, it's like, oh, okay. That's, that doesn't seem believable. Um, really connecting she, the dots there, but aren't you sure? All, all the dots are splattered all across her and you could connect them in any shape you want. Yeah. Because his head exploded. And every other New Yorker was like, move it, toots. And they just had to cape on their way. So he, they have a scene where it's like, what is happening? This man's like, let me help you. And he takes her to the bathroom and like half strips her down. Is like, you know oh, what? They did not t- order anything to get the code for the bathroom, which you have That's to true. do in Starbucks Manhattan because otherwise people they live, They move in, in there and then they, they claim squatters rights. <laughs> in the sink, I'm told. And then they... So I hear I said, well, I, so I've smelt. Uh, they come in and they're just, if you, if you did not have a coat on the bathroom, you'd walk in there and you would see minimum, one of those rooms about 48 square feet, you'd see a minimum 11 naked men <laughs> <laughs> in a daisy chain, just dick to ass. And the only gap is where two men, one is drying his asshole and the other one is his penis at the hand dryer. And they're just trying to burn away the warts as they all just ferociously masturbate and shit on each other. And then they'd be like, hey, doesn't anybody knock? And you're like, oh, it's only in New York. And then you just like leave. Like, that's what would happen. So there's a little, it was a little unbelievable. So we're on page three. We're, but so <laughs> it's, it, this scene is weird. He's like a little, like, he's helping her and she's like, he's so handsome and helpful, but it's a little creepy that she takes off her, sh- her brain shirt and he just hangs out there and like watches her there with her bra on. He's like, "You should take care of that. <laughs> Damn titties is covered." <laughs> and she's like, "Ah, what?" And then they leave and they like have like a vague introduction. But basically, they go to the meeting, and then she sees him there. What are the fucking odds? They're both going to the same building, and they both have a meeting I at the def- same time. I definitely didn't see that coming. No, just like the guy crossing the street didn't see that coming. <laughs> And then they go, and he's like, I have a meeting at 9.30. She's like, oh, phew, that was a close one. My meeting's at 9. And you're like, wow, why would the author tell us all of this if it was for a near miss? <laughs> like, just like, every character, like, imagine if every book had, a, they introduced all the characters who almost had to meet each other. <laughs> 
But then the agent is like, oh, you're always late. So I made it nine, but it's really 930. Like, oh, no. And so then they have the meeting. And it turns out that this guy, Jeremy Crawford, is the husband of Verity Crawford, who is a best-selling author who is a fucking vegetable now. But it's we a don't secret. know that. She's a, she's a secret vegetable. We, ju- like we, a, we just a, know that she was in an vegetable. accident. And she, he, the, the news said she's resting up. But they said the secret is she can't finish the books anymore. She can't write for a little while. And they're like, how bad is it? It's like, oh, you know, it's, you know you'll figure it out later. But she, all you need to know is yeah. she's not doing too good right now. She left lots of notes. Yes. And we need you to you Mistborn money. this shit. Or whatever the fuck that series was, right? Was it Mistborn? Wheel, Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. Oh, right. Because he wrote Mistborn. Right. Okay. And so she's like, I don't fucking, I suck. I have no self-esteem. I, you know, I'm, I'm a loser and I, my books are terrible. And then she's like, thanks, but no thanks. And she like used to fuck the agent and you're supposed to care, but you don't and you shouldn't. And then Jeremy's like catches her on on, her, on their own for some somehow. He says, like, "Listen, let me just talk to you on our own." That's oh yeah, because yeah, because <laughs> her agent is like, "That seems like a good idea." And he leaves the room, and he's like, "Listen, just say you want a half a million bucks, they'll give it to you, because you're the only one that can do it." Damn it! And she says, "How will we be paying? Cash or credit?" <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't really say that, but Paying this is, yes, I take it into bloom. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, from Magnify Brewing, and it's called Cash or Credit, and it is a barley wine that is 10% alcohol. Mm. Oh, my glass still smells like that French toast beer. Huh? That's a very nice, that's a very nice uh, barley wine. Doesn't the, the French toast smell is just on the outside where I spilled because I'm a fucking... Gavone, but this smell this is great. Yum yums. And she's like, five hundred thousand dollars, that could pay for the rest of my life because I live in New York. <laughs> and that makes that means something. Like, it's I'm like, literally ridiculous. getting evicted right now. I mean, she was like the seventy five grand, the opening offer. She was like, That would be sweet. <laughs> and he's like, just have you want the half mil, which is a shit ton of money to make in a year or two. For just about anybody, she so, has to write the next three books. She has to come up with a, yeah. a draft in six months for the first one, and then a year, eighteen months for each one after that. And she will spend the exactly the rest zero percent of the book writing those. <laughs> she never yeah. does the work. Not, just, not at all. Just, just there's, a, there's a passing line here or there. Where she's like, so "I've got an outline together." Yeah, that's just a it's just like a thing. It's like, I've, I've been up all night. I'm not sleeping. I'm doing this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, I have a draft. <laughs> what? But she accepts the job, and they're like, great. Come to my fuck manor in Vermont where you can see our mansion and see my wife, old Terry Shivote, up in the room. There you go, Nate. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> and you could look through her office. She has tons of notes. So many notes. You're going to be there for a while. Come she, stay for a She's pulling days. an Amadeus. Too many notes. Too many notes. <laughs> and she's like, I have to be the Salieri? He's like, don't think into it that much. It's not like that movie. So, These are all references people know. Terry Schiavo, Amadeus. Amadeus at least won an Oscar. Like, that's like people's, I mean, that's a great movie. Historically, not very good, but uh, very good movie. Oh, so, historically, entirely inaccurate. But good movie. Just, just made up, yeah. I mean, there was a dude named Mozart. <laughs> so, 
so then they go up to uh, her house. Oh, no, no. She drives up to the she, house. She, she drives up, she, and she has never read any of the other books in the series that she's supposed to now continue. She's like, all right, I might as well listen to the audio book on the way up. And she drives nate, up. She nates it. She drives up in six hours and finishes the whole book. How long is this book? Well, first off, that well, she is listened about to, the she right clearly time. listened to two x speed. Yeah, yeah. That's if, what you if you do two x, that's about that's about right for a shitty thriller. But we so this whole book, I was very conscious because the last Colleen Hoover book, Jimmy was like, this book had the greatest sentence I've ever read. Oh. I was like, is, is this book going to have some terrible sentences? And it I can't did. remember what sentence was now. It was uh, I'm about getting married. I'm so excited. I'm going to piss my pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> So this line stuck out to me in the beginning of chapter three, which is like somewhere in like right when uh, um, they're they're trying to negotiate with her, and she's having these random little like daydreams aside. And she goes, "This just this sentence is how it starts. There's no context." It goes, "I had a boyfriend in my early twenties named Amos who liked being choked." Period. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> It's, it sounds like a sentence from fucking uh, American Pie, like Allison Hannigan would say, like, one time at band camp. Like, it's just an absurd sentence. Like, he liked being choked, wait, okay. and I didn't do it, and then he left me and went on to found famous Amos Cookies. Yeah, but his name was Amos. Like, either he he was the cookie maker, or he was in blackface. Like, what fucking... Nobody's name the names Amos. The, the names in these Colin Hero books are fucking awful. But... Amos is the is the most absurd. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. By far. I don't know. Uh, I could see, listen, Verity, if you're like a real, you know, waspy type, I could see naming your kid that. Her name is well, the most their normal Their children name. are Chastin, Harper, and Crew, like the crew of a boat. Uh, it's not sure I, for I anything. Have, I have it's met just, someone who named their child Harper, for sure. I, Harper I is that. the most, like, normal of those names. But it's still a douche name. Yeah. It's still a, like, it's a pretentious, wealthy white person name for a child. Crew is just like, fuck you. This is my, these are my children, crew and staff. <laughs> <laughs> crew and officers. <laughs> Poop deck. Uh, yeah, the names are absurd. It's short for J Crew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his name after his father, Jeremy Crew. The father is what, Jeremy. Crawford. J Crew. <laughs> You know, like when people go by their first initial and then their middle name. I'm J. Crew. <laughs> this is my brother, Lands End. <laughs> and my other son, L.L. Bean. <laughs> L.L. Bean is for the pores. L.L. Bean and Cousin Paxson. Hill, hill people Just... wear L.L. Bean. Bill oh, Paxson oh. should be the name Bill of something. <laughs> Rest in peace, King. Uh, so, so she accepts the job and she goes up there to to fuck Manor and uh, in the Green Mountain State. Oh, we, we did skip one really, really oh, amazing. I fact. don't, amazing I don't fact doubt it. That uh, she was banging her agent, but like, she got this agent because she was like emailing agents saying, "Would you like to represent my book?" And no one got back to him except this one, and it's because he was he fell in love with her because he read her book and he fell in love with the main character and said. She's probably exactly like the author. Therefore, I'm going to love this person. It's like, that's not what writing is necessarily. That's a bold claim to make. And he's like, found out she was nothing like her. So instead, so they just banged for a while. I also don't think he was probably a very good agent. No. <laughs> well, I think probably, literature. probably a lot of people feel like no agents are very good. 
because and the, she I, mentions I like, believe that to be like, true. He's going to make thirty four thousand dollars just from taking this meeting with me. I mean, there is uh, a, a, a element of that, isn't there? Yeah, like Some, the agent. A lot of it's bullshit. Like when you were young, when you're like an up and coming, uh, you know, so and so artist, whatever your field is, the agent is really important because they're like hustling for you. But when you're at the we get the celebrity level, like your agent is really just getting ten percent of your fucking yeah. money. I imagine, like, like what is J Lo's agent doing for her at this point? <laughs> right? He's like, hey, I got this movie where you'll make twenty million dollars, and it's you. You play just J Lo in it, and she's like, oh yeah, I'm, that's what I do. <laughs> I have no talent actually, so yeah, let's do that right away. And he's like, good. So I'll see my ten percent in the mail then, I guess. Yeah, but you know, I'm sure there's some truth to that. So, so she goes, he goes she, up to yeah, the she, mansion. And there and she I, finds that Verity is basically a vegetable. She's V not, for vegetable. V for yes. vegetable. Um, Vegeta. And there's just like, there's just nothing going on in her head. Like, <laughs> sweet nothings. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Kiltborough. It's called Sweet Nothings. It's an IPA with milk sugar. You said that a lot movie. of other things in this book. <laughs> <laughs> Seven percent booze. Ooh, good lord! Tastes like strawberry. It's very strawberry. I'm pretty vanilla. Tastes like a, it tastes like a fucking strawberry creamsicle. That sounds amazing. It's pretty good. Yeah, I fuck with this. Much like our patrons fuck with us. Oh yeah, they do. If you want to support the podcast, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash/DrunkGuysBookClub, where you can uh, support us with monies, and we will use those to buy beers primarily. Uh, it's not enabling if it's through Patreon. That's officially like a filter for that. It's like a condom for, for enabling. And in, in exchange, we will give you early access to episodes, exclusive content, get shout out in our monthly book poll, vote for book poll episodes, excuse me, vote for con, vote for shit. I don't know. We'll handle the balls. We'll do all sorts of things. And one uh, patron did suggest this book. Thanks, patron. K uh, C Hoover, <laughs> <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Chuver, Chuver, barely know her. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can support the podcast that way, and we greatly appreciate it for as little as a buck a month. What is that? It's an insignificant amount of money to you, and and when we split it three ways, it becomes significant. <laughs> it's like alchemy. <laughs> it's significant to us. Uh, but if you're not into that, that's totally okay. You could also help the podcast out just by, you know, leaving a review wherever you're listening, recommending it to somebody, and if, uh, you know, just shouting it out into the ether, and hopefully people will pick it up and listen. And, uh, and, and, and uh, that would be cool. And don't be a meanie about it. It hurts my feelings every time someone's mean to us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, give a uh, shit. You're tougher than me. It makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> When, uh, what was the thing? Was like, Those guys, quote, fucking suck. <laughs> no, no, no. He said we were fucking unlistenable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry, I sanitized it for my own well-being. <laughs> uh, I don't love those well, words, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, don't be like that guy. Uh, and if you listen this far, you've done better than that shithead did anyway. So back to the back to the book. And thank you, patrons, that we currently have. We'll thank you soon on uh Patreon episode, and we are at somewhere in between a live episode. There was one that just happened, and one coming up soon, probably. Definitely, statistically, it's improbable. So, Lowen gets to the 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 mansion in 
Vermont and and Jeremy is like go. You have to find. I I couldn't make sense of her notes. I you need to go and like read them. Go and to start, and start yes, yeah, start going to uh, <laughs> figuring out what to do, what what to write next. It'll probably take you a little while. I mean, you said you were only going to come for two days, but you know what? Uh, you you can stay longer if you want. Huh? It's a mansion. Okay, I don't give a shit. Yeah, and he Just finds out up. that Verity is brain dead, allegedly. And then there's Ooh. and then two. They had two twin daughters that both died, and so like uh, separately, and it's like very Which sad. She found this out in a uh, Google search. <laughs> yes. And then on well, like the first day in, in their bathroom thing that he's like, oh, you know, I've seen the guy's head explode, but I've seen worse because I just pulled my young daughter's body out of a lake. And she's like, I'm not wearing a shirt. <laughs> so hot. Uh, and so um, he's like, I knew that's when things went tits up for my kid. <laughs> and so on the uh, like first day when Lowen is trying to like find the notes, she finds this other thing in the closet that just is a manuscript Although it was typed, so it's technically not a manuscript. A typey script. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> finds a manuscript, and it's clearly like a journal that Verity was it's writing. Autobiography. Was it's right. autobiography. That's right. It's an autobiography. I got it confused because one way that this book is exactly the same as it ends with us is that there are all these chapters. Every other chapter is a like in in in. in it ends with us. It was a journal entry from when the main character was a, was a teenager and fucked that homeless guy. And then in this (laughs) book, it's the autobiography chapters from the autobiography of, from Verity that she starts writing after her kid dies. Yeah. Which one? The first, the second one, first one after the, after the first one dies, she starts writing. Cause the twin daughters die six months apart. So she wrote it. In between the six months, is it allegedly, and so it seems that most of what Amity, uh, not Amity, what the fuck is her name? Lowen actually does is uh, <laughs> Amity Verity, whatever. Um, Lowen actually does is just is just read this autobiography and doesn't actually do any other work, and it takes her yep. forever. It's really short. It's, it's really <laughs> short. It's really short. <laughs> it takes her two weeks. Two hours. <laughs> It takes her two weeks, but it's also because so that it can be split up to like every other chapter. So like one thing can happen to Lowen, and then she can read another chapter, and she can read another chapter. Her her hands get sticky from jilling it, so she can't touch the pages after that. Yeah, she has to rest her hands for like the next day and a half, like a bowl of ice and carpal tunnel. Yeah, (laughs) she's digging tunnels. But I guess you could say (laughs) at the day's end. It's an exciting read for her. <laughs> this beer looked really interesting, and it's called Day- Day's End. And it's by Alagash, because Jeremy gets all Alagash in this book anyway. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so it's a double win. Yeah, tell me if you guys know what these things are. Uh, Lambrusco Grape Must, Angelica must Root. what? A- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> must is just the mush left over from making wine, like the grape skins. Uh, Angelica Root and Bitter Orange. I know what that aged- one is. I don't know what a real bitter orange is besides one that like didn't it's like one, follow yeah. its dreams. Yeah. <laughs> it just, everything just didn't work out for it. It's, a bit, it's just it, it decided to go uh, into accounting because like <laughs> you know it was safe. I just wanted to I, paint. I got caught in a loveless marriage. <laughs> Stayed together for the kids, <laughs> and it was aged in bourbon barrel. So there's like there's like wait I don't know what this is going to be like. 
but I had to try it. And at day's end, I'll know. Mm, it smells basically like beer. <laughs> it's it's nice. Actually, it's pretty sweet. You know, not sweet in in the actual saccharin sense, but like pretty like dude race my car sense. It's sweet. It, it's uh, very good. I don't know what an Angelica root is. I think it's Angelica Houston's evil sister. Mm. Right? The root of all all the problems. <laughs> Angelica root is garden Angelica wild celery. Norwegian. It's a fucking plant. I knew. Th- I, I imagined that. It's just. It's. A, I didn't think it was a gemstone. No, yeah. <laughs> it's a herbal medicine. I don't know. Oh, so it's like right next to the St. John's Wort. <laughs> the bullshit hell yeah. Anyway, this is like these were exciting things. I was like days end. I could work for just about anything, and uh, and I made it work. You're welcome. Also, um, while she's getting accustomed to being at his house, she makes some incredibly dumb observations. <laughs> and one of the ones I really liked was that when he takes her, he's like, "Hey, do you want to go see my vegetable wife?" <laughs> and she's like, "Yes, I do." She goes to Let the room. Us see her. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm actually kind of tired. I'm beat. <laughs> I just keep thinking um, of Samwise saying potato. <laughs> That's uh, those also work. So um, she goes into the the like mobile uh, uh, local hospital room they've created. You know, with a medical grade, uh, hospital grade bed and all the shit. And uh, they make beds like this? Uh, I could have used one when my mother was in hospice or was on hospice. It was hell trying to move around on my own, like a bed that like handles like, you know, uh, bed sores and shit like that. And he goes, yeah, but they're ex- obscenely expensive. Several thousand for a brand new one and insurance wouldn't even cover it. They have millions of dollars. On that price. They have millions of dollars, but like everything medical in America at least, like the the ticket price is a ridiculous. A bag of saline costs thousands of dollars. It's nuts. Also for what rich they people, charge. a regular bed costs thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like, I don't go to sleep at night without burning a sleep number bed. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to use it twice, like, it's old. I light one on fire and watch a family cry, <laughs> and then I could sleep. <laughs> but like she's like, several thousand of dollars. What is this wizardry? It's like, this was 2018. It wasn't 1918. <laughs> a couple thousand dollars for a medical, like a hospital bed. With machinery a, in it. That's a fucking steal. <laughs> that's an incredible deal. If you get like a Tempur-Pedic mattress, that's like three grand. <laughs> Is it really? Oh, yeah. If you get the name brand ones, they're Jesus. really... Like, yeah. Nate sleeps on a pile of newspapers. He wouldn't <laughs> know, but... <laughs> I am part hamster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just disappointed now that we were making those vegetable puns, and I didn't say she artichoked on that price. Uh, but <laughs> She'll artichoke uh, at the end. She does. <laughs> So like, the first thing was like, I don't know if Colleen Hoover is a time traveler. Like she doesn't know what anything costs <laughs> or what any place is like. They like, don't does have she fancy out? beds in Sulphur Springs, Texas. It's literally a place called Sulphur Springs. It can't be that good. 
Is it just Satan pissing on them? He's like, just he's just fucking hot boxing them with his farts. His pee farts. Oh, peas don't. <laughs> this is where you, I've always been. I'm trying to think of more vegetable puns. Um, so, so she's like looking through all the notes to try and, you know, allegedly and she finds together everything. And she finds this paper and she's reading this autobiography that Verity has written about what a fucking sociopath she is. She's like, oh my yeah. God, this lady really sucks. And she does. It's, it's just pages and pages of every time she's sucked her husband's dick and how she's like obsessed with him and how these kids got in the way of their marriage. Well, the, the working title of her memoir was, because originally it's called, uh, what the fuck is it? It's called... Uh, I don't give a fuck if you like me. <laughs> and, and so it goes. No, something... Uh, so be fuck. it. So be it. There but and the, back again. <laughs> yeah, but the original title was The Dick Sucking Chronicles. Where it was just constantly blowing her husband's like, and then I licked the shaft, and now I'm reading those. Like, am I supposed to jerk it now? I'm not really sure what's happening. But this is this is happening a lot. And there's a lot of dick sucking in this book. And the most of this half of this book is her reading another book. About sucking dicks. Yeah. So one of the greatest Goodreads reviews I have ever read was by a person who we are friends with on Goodreads. And I'm going to make sure I find it. Who, uh, I don't think he's a patron, but I think he follows us, all three of us. And he's friends with us. And that's, that's good enough. You could be our friend on Goodreads. We'll, be, we'll take friends anywhere. There are dozens of them. Yeah, so there's a guy who, he, he's a friend or he follows us both. Andrew, who is our friend on Goodreads, wrote... This book sucked almost as much as the number of times a dick has sucked in this book. (laughs) (laughs) That's the greatest review I've ever fucking read for a book. (laughs) (laughs) Like, every book should be rated going forward, and how many dicks were sucked in the book. Versus how much the book sucked dick. Like, that balance. This book featured more descriptions of dick sucking than the book actually sucked. Like, <laughs> they need, you need to balance it out. Like, I, I was trying to read it, and I was like, that's, I was, I didn't, without reading it out loud, my head, I was not understanding that sentence. And then when I did it, it was the funniest, one of the funniest things I've ever read. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, the dick sucking starts, and it just don't, it just don't quit. <laughs> So first, Verity talks about how much she just, how she met Jeremy, and how much they, she loves having sex with him, and how much sex they Most have, and it's all the time, and then, but then, and it's everything There's is a so lot good. Of, lot of, a lot of oral. <laughs> and, but then, eventually, they get pregnant. By accident, I think? Or, they, I they were just, just so just excited. Constantly. Oh, it's because, just, it's because he proposes while he's inside her. And then he's too excited to pull out, so they conceive. Yeah, this man is like, <laughs> he's, he's got super sperm. It's the first time every time. Perfect aim. <laughs> he just <laughs> fills her with this clam sauce. Just, uh, and so Some chowder. <laughs> so she gets pregnant. Say- so Verity gets pregnant, but immediately she's, instead of being like, oh, I'm so happy, I'm going to have a baby, she's like, he, my, my, my husband loves the baby more than me. Fuck that baby. She <laughs> is like so mad 
because she loves him. She can't stand that her husband is going to love the baby more. Turns out it's twins. It's twin girls. And after... Double gross. Yeah. <laughs> and it's after... Two uh, people he's going to love more than her. And after some like conversation where it's like, oh, but I just, I just love, I'm just going to love them so much. She tries to go into the bathroom and abort them with a coat hanger. Well, isn't that how you do it? Yes. And then later, one of them has a scar on their face when they're yeah. born. <laughs> Apparently, she tried to abort them in month eight. It's never too late to follow your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't work. They're born, and one of them has a scar on their face. And the other and one they're like, what's that autistic? about? And I don't think that's a thing, but I also Scarring really don't want to know if it is. If you can get scarred in the womb, I'm sure you can. They said, like, the doctor said, oh, you know, twins get st- stuck in the womb together, and there's not much room, and sometimes they'll cut each other There's because there's no room. It is what it is. It happens all the time. It's like, yeah, I guess No one possible. can cut their nails. I don't know. Is yeah. that it? <laughs> so the book bounces back and forth between Verity reading how much of a sociopath, baby hater, slash baby attempted murderer... Uh, she's also is. really she's also really bitter that she's not going to be hot anymore. <laughs> yeah, though she ends up still being hot. Uh, so that but she, okay. but the the way do you remember how she knows she's pregnant? Uh, she realizes her boobs she's are pregnant. More awesome or something? Yeah, it's not that her boobs are bigger. Her boobs are better. <laughs> she's like, it, which you know, as far as uh, I'm not going to speak for all men, but I will speak for all men. Uh, <laughs> as far as all men are concerned. That's the same thing, but (laughs) (laughs) my wife's boobs just got bigger. When (laughs) my wife's just got my wife's boobs just got better, they're bigger, right? Like she she's like my wife. My tits just got even more divine, and my husband, who lives on a strict diet of pussy, uh, he's even more attracted to me. I must be pregnant. Like that's literally what happens in the book. Yeah, she her boobs are better is how she describes. Like, they're like more amazing or something like that is the language she uses. Well, and she's uh, learning all these things. While meanwhile, she is of course falling in love with Jeremy, who's just the nicest man in the world, and he's got like this hot, hot dad vibe going. And he just loves his walking around without son. socks. Yeah, the hot dad look. And also, me pants. She uh, she alludes to some traumas. And she starts sleepwalking again. The spookiest thing you could do. Because she sleptwalked as a child. That she has a scar on her hand did. from when she... Yeah, yeah. Lowen has a scar on her hand from her child when she uh, sleptwalked up, up on the roof and then jumped off the roof. And then she broke her hand and didn't know she Uncle up. Mo was like, oh, she was definitely sleepwalking. Yeah. That's what happened. Well, they caught her... On, I saw the whole thing. They caught her on cameras somehow. They had cameras back then, I guess. Um, and maybe there was like a paranormal activity where, where they like set up a camera. Well, they did. Like they said, the said like a hours. video of her just standing on the edge of the roof for a long time and then she just jumped. And so she's like, because she sleepwalks and she wakes up in Verity's bed like, oh, gross, it touched me. And then she uh, <laughs> runs to her room and he's like, we're not going to be best spuds. <laughs> and she tells Jeremy, he's like, hey, I used to sleepwalk. You better put a lock on outside the door and lock me in my room. And he's like, that sounds hot. I'll do that. Yes. She does act, to be fair, when she moves, and she's like, is there a lock on the door? And he's like, no, it's our master bedroom. Why would we ever lock it? Because of she's all like, the fucking you guys do. I read the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then he, he's like, I'll put a lock on the outside that you can't unlock it. I'll just lock you in every night. That could never go wrong. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, let's do that. Please, please do that, yeah. You're amazing. <laughs> vegetables? No? I'm still I'm, I'm, I'm Googling lists of vegetables. <laughs> So I know then the she's like, of course, she's getting closer with Jeremy because he's so nice. And, and But Crew. she keeps out of the corner of her eye seeing Verity like move or like just standing there. But she's never there when the other people look. And you're like, well, this isn't a supernatural book. So obviously she is there. Or, or this lady's imagining shit. She's imagining shit. But there's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, never, it's never plausible that she's just <laughs> imagining yeah. it. Well, uh, she never sees her standing there. She sees like the curtain move. No, when she sees, she does one time. Yeah, when Jeremy makes his first move and starts filling up her boobies on the couch after making her but birthday cake. But it's dark and it's at night. She sees like Verity standing a, on the top of the stairs with her hands clenched and looking pissed off. Like it's a lot of detail. <laughs> and she's like, "What the fuck?" And then she looks yeah. and she looks back and she's gone. I was like, "I guess it was a a, a, a cock blocking ghost." Listen, I'm not, I, I, I'm not, you know, we make jokes, but I don't want to be sexist or anything, but sometimes women make shit up. <laughs> but she's making it up in her own head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's where it starts. Oh, and okay. then it comes out, and then all of a sudden, then I'm like fucking dealing with shit for three hours. Uh, but <laughs> she, <laughs> but I, I, it's a better writer might have done it better. Yes. Certainly. <laughs> but Absolutely. But it's presented in a way. It was like, wait, did I imagine that? Was I just like it is like presented as conscience? You're not sure, but it's not yeah. done well. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not at all. And so she's starting to think that Verity is not actually uh, a minestrone soup in solid form. And so she's she's reading the book still. So she reads it. So um um not Amity. Fuck. Lowen reads the next chapter, <laughs> and <laughs> in the next chapter. Verity is like, I'm so jealous of my kids. So and they're they're infants and like I'm you know, I'm supposed to slow take, care one, of, take care of them during the day and I hate it. And so in the morning when Jeremy leaves to go to work, I just let the kids cry and don't do anything. And then I get back and then I go back to sleep. And then I write my book and I sleep. Yeah. This is the German best. parenting one oh one. There is no joy, uh, <laughs> and so they read. Uh, uh, they read Nietzsche to the child, but then <laughs> the void also stares into you. <laughs> uh, and then um, Verity decide like decides she still likes just so jealous of that that of the kids because her husband loves them more because Jeremy loves them more that she tries to like kill one of them. Well, yeah, she has a dream. No, she tries to choke one of those kids. To oh, death. She when it's a baby, she, yeah. she, like, she shoves her, its mouth. She, has a, she shoves her finger in the mouth, but he comes in and he's like, "Oh, it was a bad. I was just checking on the baby." Ha ha ha. But yeah, she just tried to murder it. Would you say that? Uh, speaking of vegetable puns, the dad walks in and he, and he sees her salad. <laughs> I do have I do have something very close to baby choker ale actually uh, for the theme of the book. I'll save it though. Tell me when the first kid dies. <laughs> I'll bring it out. So, uh, I don't want to let the secret leak. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll have to herb, herb your enthusiasm for that one. <laughs> so, uh, 
the ki- uh, so the kids get a little bit older, and one of them but not much, and, and the kids they have the <laughs> <laughs> and they have the dumbest names. So what are their names it's again? Chastin and Harper, and the boy Chast- is Crew. Nate, Nate, did you do the audiobook? Yes, of course. Was it Chastin or Chasen? Oh, it's Chastin. Oh, okay. Chasen right. would have an e at the in e t e n. Would it? That's a stupid name. Both are stupid names, name. but it's just pronounced differently. This is the kind of name that parents who live in Colorado on a ranch give their children. No, it's people who live in their fucking country clubs in Connecticut give their children. Oh, uh, they give their children one name and then they use an entirely different name for the child. Chip. You would know Jimmy. It's my middle name. <laughs> but like the name, this is my child, Ellenson. And then you realize the kid's name is actually like whatever grandfather's name they gave it. You know, Bartholomew Ellenson. Ellen, like, Ellen Granson. Why did you do that? Why did you do that to the child? Listen, they're just a whole bunch of country pumpkins. Excuse me, blumpkins. <laughs> country blumpkins. <laughs> country blumpkins are the worst. It's my favorite smegma. German country band. <laughs> the country blumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> she is now reading this book, and she's like, oh, my God, this woman was crazy. She tried to kill her kid, and then eventually... She she gets into her head in the book in in the book within a book she gets into her head uh, Verity gets into her head that one twin is trying to kill the other she thinks the Harper the children child who clearly has Aspergers is trying to kill Chastin who is like a happy child and she because she's jealous and she can pretend to love Chastin because she's a sociopath but she can't pretend to love the other one. And so she doesn't really pay attention, pay attention to that one at all, which upsets Jeremy, but he's easily swayed because he's an idiot. Um, and so eventually... He's just... He, that guy has spent half of his life getting his dick sucked, apparently. Yeah. So he's just dick he's well, He never crazy. had to develop abilities no. beyond that. He besides. has no idea what's going on. He was in a haze. Um, we may, I think we may have mentioned this at some point, but it's like Asperger is not a thing anymore. Like, I'm not a psychologist. You know, no, it's not a. Th- I mean, it's not a thing anymore. I but, think like, like they don't use that term anymore. Right? No, it's just it's just on the low end of the autism spectrum. That's all it is. But it's it's a kind of a synonym. Is that fair to say? Like it's like a, it's it's basically a, just an outdated term for what that is. But it's basically oh, okay. the same thing. It's like it's it's just very very low grade autism so it's like high functioning it's very high functioning yeah, yeah. it's very high functioning. You, you basically just, but just, you always talk about the same shit like whatever's interesting you know, i mean i don't the, i don't know i don't know where the, the lines are drawn but it's basically any of the low end autism spectrum was called asperger's now they just kind of mush it into the broader thing part called the autism spectrum and where does where do the ass cheeseburgers come in somewhere towards the middle <laughs> See Nate. <laughs> Wait, hold on. One kid has ass burgers, and the mom's a vegetable. Are there ass veggie burgers? There are ass vegan burgers because they oh. they don't need eggs. Nate, so it's more of a binding ingredient. You can use other stuff for that. <laughs> so at some point. But the kid, there's actually like never really enough information to know about this kid because no, you because only get it from this from the one perspective anymore. of a sociopath who doesn't care about her kid. She's just pretending because she she knows that she she is obsessed with her husband, and if she can't have if she leaves if she if she doesn't like the kids, he leaves too. So she's like, I'll suffer through these goddamn kids so I can stay with him. But eventually, 
one of them, Harper. I think it's Harper. I don't know. The one who's not. No, it's Chastin. Chastin dies from a from these nuts. From what? It's from these uh, nuts that she gets into. I did. She. Well, so you could say. Oh, that's Death by these nuts. So she has a, a very intense peanut allergy. And uh, you would say, or you probably wouldn't say, that she was nuts for nuts. <laughs> <laughs> this is nuts for nuts from Evil Twin NYC. And I, I can't believe I found one more of these. Those this are old. Like yeah, I remember those. Two, it's like two years ago. These are aged nuts. Uh, Which is what we all have now Actually, we're in our later 30s and early 70s Uh, (laughs) 1870s (laughs) Uh, 12% alcohol imperial stout Made with roasted peanuts, butter, toffee, cashews Honey, roasted almonds, and cashew crunch Just like all four stages of matter that nuts come in (laughs) Have been put in Like a Newtonian solid or whatever fucking shit. Quantum nut. <laughs> Quantum nut. Listen, if we could ever talk uh, emotional support burrito into being in a band with us, we have to be Quantum Nut. <laughs> hey, uh, the, the guy who knows more about am I Am I not? Am I or am I not nutting? Yes. <laughs> Schrodinger's Come is uh, our album. <laughs> so, dear God. I tried to, I, I, you know, they, they, you can't say they didn't give us enough because I cracked the lid and it's like literally right at the surface of the metal is liquid, so it's all over the fucking place now. Oh, and I tried to sniff it. And yeah, it's nut juice everywhere. It's like Peter North can this. <laughs> and I tried to sniff it with my big fucking nose, and and it came back like dripping, just like Michael. Do you have shot. nuts on your chin? <laughs> Uh yeah I do, oh my god it's delicious holy shit. So you're nuts for nuts. Is this why they turn gay? I get it you know because gay used to mean happy and if you can get this all the time I'd be happy too. My cousin got into a passive aggressive um, sticker oh war with a guy in his town. It was like someone this guy was putting up like you know let's go Brandon or like COVID. 19 was a Jewish op kind of stickers up on a thing. So he started putting... Oh, facts. Yeah. Yeah. So he started putting other stickers up there, like stickers, like, you know, bullshit, like making fun of Trump and stuff. And at one point, he just got tired of it and put a sticker over the other guy's sticker that says, Cowboy Butts Make Me Nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Where does one get one of those? You can buy them on the internet. (laughs) And then someone, and then, and the, I guess, someone official in town just blocked off that area of whatever they're putting the stickers on instead and just took all the stickers down. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to put more work pressure on Nate because he does pretty much everything for the podcast, but Nate is the one that knows how to use Adobe Photoshop. If we can make stickers for our podcast that said that... <laughs> Cowboy butts make me nuts. <laughs> Cowboy butts make me nuts. Drunk Guys Book Club Podcast. <laughs> that, would, that would probably get a thousand percent more traction than whatever the fuck we're doing there's a lot there's actually a lot of different ones but they're also cowboy butts cowboy butts drive me nuts there's so many versions of this good to know you got some homework (laughs) we can do that for when we broke back mountain um (laughs) both pages so can't quit you harper dies or chastin chastin dies of a nut attack and so verity believes that Harper, the other one, I don't know, the other one 
orchestrated it because she was jealous. And so she's got to, she says like, you know, she's, I got to take her out, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, one or two or three chapters later, the fucking Verity describes how she like, took... <laughs> uh, no, Vanity sounds like the name of a drag queen. Verity <laughs> took her kids all, all three of her, no, two of her kids because one of them was dead at this point. To both Harper and Crew out well, on she the needed someone to work lake the boat. in the canoe, and then he was turned out he was not good at rowing it, <laughs> despite his name. He was a shitty coxswain, whatever that stupid, stupid word is, bosun, you know, those stupid crew words, coxswain. Yeah. This is your cock, son. <laughs> uh, she takes them so out. That conversation we all have with our dads at some point <laughs> is very awkward. She takes the kids out in the canoe and then tells crew, hold your breath, and then intentionally tips the canoe over out in the middle of the lake and then saves crew, you know, like, you know, like grabs him and, and swims him to shore. And crew is like, but Harper can't swim. And he's like, oh, I know. And just like, I intentionally did that. And then I swam back out just to make it look like I was looking for her. And I checked for her under the canoe. And it turns out there was a, a fishing net on the bottom that she got caught in. And that's how she died. Good. Yes. Because get rid of that kid. Two down. <laughs> that kid sucks. <laughs> and then... I'm going to get back to sucking my husband's dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually basically it. Like, oh, Jeremy is going to be so, like, sad for me. He's going to hold me close tonight. But then he doesn't. He just says, like... back of my head. (laughs) (laughs) But she says at one point, it's not here, but somewhere at another point she says, my... uh, This expression makes me upset. Love language? That's fucking disgusting. But... My love language isn't like the the way you show love, but my love language was acts of service. Jeremy's love language was getting his dick sucked. (laughs) Oh, just him? (laughs) Oh, you found the one? (laughs) Oh, the unicorn of a man. You are made for each other. (laughs) It's it's literally the next line is, we were a perfect match. Like yin and yang. Ridiculous. Oh my god. But then she goes back and they, you know, she 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 lies to the police and she Oh, it was an accident and then but then Jeremy asks her, like, why did you ask, why did you tell crew to hold his breath? He said, I said that as we were falling over, totally. And um Where's your dick little, at? Yeah. Alright, good. It's that time of the hour. And then his penis falls out, and that's the end of the chapter. So the whole time reading this book, I was really expect. I, I knew there was going to be a twist because obviously there's going to be a twist in this kind of book, and I th- and the twist could only be either the wife is lying, Verity is lying, or Jeremy is lying, or both, I guess. But then, like in the memoir, it was all like sex, and all she wanted was sex. There was a small part of me who thought, and probably a larger part of me who hoped that the twist would be that he was still like having sex with the vegetable wife. That you know, like. What's her name? Lowen would walk in and he'd be there and he'd be like, Daddy got to eat his vegetables. <laughs> and then if... <laughs> so that would have made the book a five out of five for me, by the way, if that happened. <laughs> yeah. 
This beats cauliflower. <laughs> He's just like... <laughs> Uh, but the whole at this point in the book, you're like, all right, something, this, something, this, this is ridiculous. Like, but uh, that's all. That's all happening. So, meanwhile, in the in between <laughs> chapters, Lowen is like, oh, I'm falling for him. Oh, and but she's also like, oh, and his wife is such a evil person. She has such an evil brain. He's a fucking uh, child murderer. Yes, as she yeah. believes. And then, but she's also like, he's she. Catches uh, Lowen catches Verity like looking at her like like w- like what was that did I just see something and so you start to get these like hints around like halfway through the book that maybe Verity isn't actually brain dead in that she's just pretending. Oh, we do. I don't think we ever actually said why Verity is in the fucking. She was in a car vegetative crash. state. The same old. She, but. But she crashed into a tree, but there were no skid marks, so it's not. She like wiped she very had well. An accident. <laughs> there was just a little bit of corn, uh, but she she either fell asleep driving or she did it on purpose, or as they say in the sea, on porpoise, and she went right into a big tree. And uh, so there's there's all this ambiguity. That's that's kind of the whole point of the book, yeah. Which is appropriate or ironic for a book called Truth, if you look in the thesaurus. And so you like uh, finally like Jeremy and Lowen fuck, but as they're about to fuck the first time, nineteen times at, fuck. as they're about to fuck the first time, Lowen like looks up and sees Verity standing at the top of the stairs. Like, how is that possible? And then freaks out. It's like oh, no, no, no. and then but then they just go into the bedroom and fuck instead. You know, well, but, but she she, he, she did he goes say, down on her, and then he comes on her stomach. She <laughs> did say to Verity, who was like in her you know wheelchair, and they wheel her out to look. Yeah, at the she sunset. curses she, out a vegetable. She's like, "I'm gonna fuck your husband." <laughs> well, that that comes later. That comes later. Does it? Yes. So does he. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they, and, and but she, they they have sex the first time, and then they're like when they're done. They they find out that in the master bedroom, like the the door is locked from the outside. Like, dum, how dum, did that dum. happen? And so they have to like sneak out the he breaks window, the break, window, that yeah. to break the window, yeah, um, to get out. But it's like, how did the door lock from the outside? It's either crew did it, which doesn't make sense, or it just like locked itself by accident, which doesn't make sense, or Verity did it, or a ghost. Or a ghost, yes. That wasn't discussed in the book, but that doesn't say it wasn't. Ending. If there was a ghost twist, I'd be like, all right, you know what? I'm in, baby. Come on. <laughs> Twin and ghosts. Then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so there's this whole thing where then, like, Jeremy, where uh, uh, Lowen gets crew to tell her something and is like, oh, and then mommy says not to tell about the blah, blah, blah. I was like, wait, what do you mean mommy says? I thought she was a vegetable. And it's like, and then he stabs himself in the face in order to like not talk about it and then have to go to the hospital. No, he bites down on a knife and cuts into his gums, which is gross. Just as ridiculous. And then, so Jeremy has to take crew to the hospital and then after that she's like she goes to like at this point 
Lowen is convinced that Verity is actually not brain dead. She's actually just faking it. She says, I'm going to try, trying to get a rise out of her, trying to get her to like, you know, to have a reaction. It's like, I'm going to fuck your husband tonight. And it's like in the ass. I have a dildo ready. But she's like, doesn't react. But then there, uh, she pisses, she pisses her pants. Yeah. She and does. she's like, I smelled piss. I took that as a yes. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then she's like, I better finish that book I've been reading for two weeks. That's 11 pages long. Let me read <laughs> one more chapter. It's about the length of a, of a manual for a fucking air conditioner. She's reading a, she's reading a fucking can't. zine. <laughs> I'm reading this, this uh, Vegetable Woman's live journal. It's, guard, it's gardening <laughs> monthly. It's, it's she's taking forever, and it's, it's like I was up all night reading. Like you read three chapters of this book that was just the about sucking a guy's cock. Several times There's she says, no. "Like I then skipped several more chapters about sucking dicks and <laughs> went on to the next chapter about the kids." <laughs> so eventually she she gets to the end of the book, where the end of the book is like, "Oh, you know, I'll never. I'm not going to get away with this. He knows I did it. I'm just going to drive my car into a tree." Bye. The end. <laughs> That's why lady writers aren't very good. <laughs> and then, and then Jeremy gets back so from the dumb. from the face doctor, where he had a long saga with the intake nurse, who was like, "What do you need to see?" He's like, "I have to. You have to help crew." It was like a whole crew. How many people? Just one. <laughs> what? How many crew? My son. Crew. You're. Your crew, the crew is all, all your sons are a crew? Crew's in the waiting room? Crew? Hell, I only see one kid in there. Where's the rest of the crew? Like, that is the crew. Like, there's a Who's very small triage? team. Who, what, a crew of what? And he's like, I damn these names. Um, and then she, he gets back with uh, his son's stitches in his mouth holes. And she's like, you got to read this fucking book. Your wife was a dirty bitch. You wouldn't, let's, let's be together. And he's like. Because he has, at this point, nutted in her. And you know he's shooting live stuff yeah. because he has been doing that the whole time. He's like Hawkeye with that cum. He never misses. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just launches a fire hose like he's Bull Connor on black people. He's just like, here it comes. And he just goes. And, and she's like, I'm instantly pregnant. Uh, because that's the next scene, basically. She's pregnant with his kid. Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. Pregnant with his triplets. He he, I can he, feel he one ups her babies every time, but uh, she shows him the book and he he says, "Where did you find this?" Not like, "What is this?" <laughs> but "Where did you find this?" Mm. And he goes which, up, he goes upstairs. Which is one of those statements that is kind of could be interpreted in many ways, yeah. right? And so he goes upstairs and she watches him on the camera and he's like, "Verity, I know you're in there. I'm going to tell the cops that you're a stilly bitch and that your pussy smells." And she wakes up. She's like, "No." <laughs> It doesn't. You know it doesn't. And he's like, ah, you were faking it, you damn bitch. He's like, ah, you got but me. But it tastes like it. And then Ashley yeah. Kutcher jumps out from behind the curtain and yells, punked. And everybody has a great <laughs> laugh at the end. And then <laughs> then the dad, uh, Jeremy pulls out his cock and he spunked. And he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is how it would end in this book. That's basically how it should have ended. That but then uh, he, she's, he starts freaking out. He's like, you killed our fucking kid. She's like, no, you, no, I didn't do it. You know, I love you. And so he starts to choke her. And then she's like, yeah, I'm into that. Not like uh, Lowen, that fucking prude who wouldn't choke her boyfriend, Famous Amos, inventor of cookies. <laughs> In blackface. <laughs> what? No, Amos is black. 
Amos and Andy were blackface characters. Oh, but famous Amos, the cookie man, is uh, actually a black guy. Fun fact, blackface characters on the radio, it was actually oh, two God. white guys. Yeah, like, it was I two white guys they, pretending to be I wonder if they wore the makeup, if they wore makeup in the studio. <laughs> they absolutely did. You know they did. They were they were method method. Uh, <laughs> this is one of the biggest radio, This is one of the biggest radio shows of the 1920s called Amos and Andy, and it was two white guys pretending to be black. So it must have been something. Oh yeah, uh, something I've, is a word. Yeah, it's um, or as they would say, it's a something, man. <laughs> no, I don't um, but so he's you know I was I was gonna do it and I pulled back. <laughs> I don't. You no one out? listens to us. I pull. I, yeah, that was the one thing like in this book. Jeremy was pulling out the whole first bunch of sexual. He activities. actually does tell Lowen, "I'll pull out when they yeah. first bang." She's like, "That's good he's enough." Like, Listen, I'll spackle you, and she's like, "Great, you're gonna How look like that, a you're like, you're house. like forty. And he's like, "I make Peter North look like a eunuch," and then he just blasts her. It's like it's like the first scary movie. It's like, you ever see people put in spray insulation? Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> he does that to her. She is she's enormously like, she, heat retentive after this. It's, like, all right. it's not fiberglass, right? But yeah. he, so he he's nuts he's, uncontrollably. And this, now he's choking his wife, but for once not with his dick, with his hands. <laughs> and uh, She's like, put the cock And Lowen tells him like, oh, you know, you can't just choke her. They'll know it was murder. We got to make it look like she puked, like Mama Cass. And he's like, that's an obscure reference. How did you know about that one? You're so young. He's like, I'm a big mama Cass fan. Sandwich. Like, Why are we talking about this right now? And so he, uh, he makes but her... But if she had shared that sandwich with Karen Carpenter, they both would have lived. <laughs> <laughs> Greed kills. Uh, so he makes her puke and, and quote unquote choke on it, and then she's dead for real this time. Like a hundred percent, not just like most of the way, um, and then they're like, they're like "Oh, that's good. that's fucked up," and then they have a flash forward, and the two of them are together because you know he's already nodded her. She's already forty six months pregnant, um, seven months after they banged, <laughs> <laughs> and they're back at the house. They're packing things up, and then she opens the secret floorboards under the bed and finds a note. I forget how did she find those. Crew uh, the had kid opened it. it. Yeah, <clears throat> this is where he kept all his pictures. Or some he shit. knew it was there. Yeah. Oh yeah, because this woman who had every piece of paper she ever scribbled on in one room had also a special cubby under her floor. Well, it's where it's paper. where he put all his stuff that he was making with her while she was pretending to be a vegetable, and he he was hiding it there, and she wrote it and hid it there while they were banging downstairs. Before, because her plan was to take the kid and run. So this is this is kind of like an epilogue, but it's really like the twist ending. Where uh, okay, so Lowen finds this finds this like handwritten note under the floorboards. This is like a year later, year and a half later. She's, she, no, I, I don't. I don't think she has or maybe she's yet. almost. Maybe she's. But it was literally like, oh yes, yeah, since I was knew I was pregnant right away, it's and been like six or seven kid, months or something. Something, but anyway, where Jeremy, we knew it would be weird. Other people think it's weird if we were together, but we did anyway. So she finds this note. In the note, it's a handwritten note from Verity that in the note says, Oh, that, that autobiography you just read, that all wasn't true. Uh, it that was, was a, a goof. It was a writing exercise because my, uh, my agent told me to write 
from the perspective, told me I would get better at writing from the perspective of the, of the villain if I, you know, kept a journal, but, but as a journal, I pretended that it was things were a lot worse. I Something like that. Right? Saying, you you just pretend and, it's bad you have to write as a writing the, exercise. It's from the opposite of what you were actually feeling to make yourself seem from someone else's perspective. So like you really like something, you would say you hated it. And in this whole thing, she says like, oh, I didn't actually do all those things and I didn't actually hate our child. I hated and- sucking dick. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what I think she says there. Like, she had so much smegma. It was... <laughs> It was like that. She it was really, like that weird Italian cheese covered in magnets, maggots, not magnets, different cheese. <laughs> <laughs> His dick was like a cannoli, that big. No, that cheesy. It was <laughs> like a tube of uh, gogurt. So anyway, this this oh, this no. is basically the last chapter. Says like you know, oh that wasn't true. I would never have hurt our children. I was, this was all a writing exercise. I can't believe you believed it, but I see now why you think that was true. But anyway, this is a year after she's dead. This is your, like, you know, months or a year after she's dead. Six, six, eight months, something like that. She's seven months pregnant, so it's like basically six months. Okay, there you go. And, uh, but also it says she she didn't drive into the tree. No, that Jeremy had read this whole autobiography journal thing. And that had intentionally tried to kill her by staging it looking like an accident where she drove into a tree. By taping her hands together and then driving... I had a lot really of questions about the logistics of, of that. Yeah. But... Didn't make sense. You know, it's good enough. <laughs> yes. And so Lowen reads this and she's just like, he knew the whole time. He tried to kill her. And then I helped kill her. Yeah. I made it happen. Yeah, we did. We tried to kill her well, the first time and then we did it for real the second time. And so she destroys the letter. But at the same time, how do you know that this note is real? We don't know. See that? That's where I was like, as soon as like as 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 soon as uh, it was like, oh, I found a note under the floorboards, and it's like, oh, what you just read wasn't real. It's like, oh fuck, it's that fucking Vanilla Sky ending again, (laughs) where you don't know what's actually real, what was actually real in the book. Like fuck. Fuck you. I thought the end of Vanilla I'll Sky is very cl- pretty clear, wasn't it? Okay. I'll see you in our next life when you're both cats. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm thinking of a different movie then. Where, where the ending no, is No, it's, it's totally ambiguous. Vanilla Sky. Yeah, yeah. Vanilla Sky no, it's Inception. is ambiguous till the Inception end. Inception is the only end. Know. You're like, is, oh, is okay, the they're all dead. <laughs> it's with Tom Cruise and Penelope, uh, Tom, yeah, yeah, and Penelope yeah. Cruise, spelling, not the same. Mm. And um, no relation. What the hell is the other one's name? Who's the blonde chick from uh, the mask and Cameron um, Diaz? Cameron Diaz, thank you. And and then he's 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 he, he he's like hanging out with Walt Disney's head. He's like frozen <laughs> cryogenically. And that's that's what the plot of Vanilla Sky is. Yeah. He's cryogenically frozen. Yeah, he's having a brain dream. Uh, and then and the and the Geico gecko is like, well, you know, you could say fifteen percent. Yeah, and it's just like. I am here to help you. It was a fucking biz- stupid movie. Oh, my God. But, yes, it is like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, fuck. So what is real? It was, did Verity actually kill her own children and do all these evil things? And that was the true part? Or was it that, that it was all a writing exercise? It's like, well... Can't know for real, but I see why people would like to argue about this on the internet. 
therefore <laughs> driving more sales of the book. So kind of a brilliant move. I think the answer is because uh, it's fucking dog shit. Um, but <laughs> it's it's stupid. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You don't have enough information to solve it. It's like when you like, remember that in math math class in like middle school. Where they're like, is there enough information to solve this problem? You're like, no, there's not because they didn't give you the right variables. Mm. You know, like, uh, is this square equal to that square? Like, I no, I can't tell. There's there's enough. There's just enough that you could be like maybe, but I don't know. And it's a brilliant move because people are going to argue about it, but no one will know. Like, there's enough doubt. And at the end of the day, the main source of doubt is that the book is poorly written. <laughs> so, if you're like, so if, what did at, the author mean? At a certain point, like there are a couple sentences I highlight. Like, I don't know what she means. Like, there's a point. When, um, towards the end of the book, when he gives her the cake, he's like, hey, I made you a Betty Crocker cake or whatever. And she goes, I roll my head and jump off the bar. What does that mean? What acrobatic move is that? (laughs) That she rolls her head and jumps off a bar. Like, there's just like basic things that don't make any sense throughout the book. And, And also another one, if you were to say you trolled somebody's reviews, how would you spell the word trolled? Like the creature. L-L-E-D. Is that how you spell that word? Yeah. Like a verb? Yeah. It's like not a cave troll? troll? No. Okay, tro- if you troll, trolling is not and trolling. Those are two different things. You're but the, if they're saying... Uh, okay, let me rephrase she's it. She's trolling. She's it, like talking shit. I've, I'd trolled Vo- Verity's reviews before. Coming here and nine out of the ten reference this, this, that, and that. Meaning, like, I've looked at many of them. Oh, what that's what troll? she meant, then it would be the oh, other one. That would be troll. It's troll. Yeah. Yeah. T R A W L, right? Yeah. Like, like a fisherman or something, right? Like, Trawler. Yeah. If these are the, these are errors in the book. So she wrote <laughs> trolled like the other way. Yes. Okay. Like, yeah. I trolled them. I wrote, like, you suck dick as a review. <laughs> that's, that's not. That's not what she meant. So listen, uh, uh, Jimmy said this in the "It Ends with Us" and uh, ends with uh, fucking that book. I can't. That's too many S's in a row for me. Apparently, I could not write a better book than this right now. I'm not a writer, but this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like not well written, and I know that not because of my own lying eyes, but because of uh, some people I work with. Let's just let's just call them women who read this book, and they were like, "I love Colleen Hoover; she's the greatest." Oh my god! And then they someone was like, "Did you read Verity?" And then someone was like, "Oh my god, it's the best! It's so crazy! It's amazing!" And then one of them was like, "Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Is it though?" I, I was there for this conversation. I was there, and I hadn't read it yet. I was reading it. Ends with us. It was a few, several months ago, and she was like, "Really? I read it. I was kind of eh." And then the rest of them are like, yeah, yeah, it actually is. <laughs> and everyone just instantly turned their back on it. And they're like, oh, yeah, it was a piece of shit. Now, there's a lot of other things you could look at there <laughs> that exchange. But it's a shitty book. Nobody really thinks this is a great book. And Nate, you said in the It Ends With Us, it ends with us episode that Colleen Hoover is very clear. Like, I don't know why 
people like these books. Other people's books are better. She's very self-deprecating and is like, this This isn't good. That I mean, she, she's very clear that like, this isn't high art. This isn't high literature. This is just supposed to be fun, which does help you calibrate your expectations. I think that actually made a big difference for me for this time. You like know, knowing, it, knowing that she was just like, look, I'm not great at this, but here you go. It, it does it. it help you lower like, well, I'm not expecting this to be great or even good, but fine. And it was fine. My expectations were quite low <laughs> and they were met. So <laughs> I was like three stars. <laughs> yeah. I thought it, I liked it better than It Ends With Us. I did not, but. Oh, it, it is. It does. It is a little bit weird just to rate them. Just to rate this after reading the other one, in, yeah. in terms of like very which one is better because they're very similar, but it has yeah. a problem. Whereas because I read this one second, it's not new, so it's like oh this again, and it's less. Well, they're they're similar, but they're different in that like it ends with us was like this has like a message, and this is just like this is popcorn shit. So I guess maybe the stakes are lower. That's At least for me, ship, where it's less just like, it ends with us as like, oh, you know, it's not very good, but I guess what she's going for makes, I, I can see why this is something worth discussing. This is just like, this is a, as all thrillers are to a certain extent, uh, a shitty beach read. Yes. Or comfort food for yeah. ladies. As, it's trash. Uh, it's, it's a throwaway tra- trash read. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like calling, like, um, Calling something trash is not necessarily insulting <laughs> in the book world. You know, like, it's trash could mean this is disposable entertainment. You know, this is just meant to be read and never reconsidered. I don't imagine any of the people I've, who've read this book that I know were ever, ever going back and like reading another book and saying, but how does this compare to Verity? <laughs> They're never... What is the author trying to say in what her are the various oeuvres? Yeah, in her blue period. <laughs> Ew, what happened uh, to her? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the... Uh, what's her name? Verity was in her blow period <laughs> for most of the book. Jeremy was in his blue period. <laughs> it, was, it was a good time for him. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I, I'd like... It's, I went in with very low expectations. If someone had told me, oh, this book is the best. It's so good. And then I had read it, I'd be like, no, this is absolutely <laughs> terrible. But when going and being like, oh, this is going to be garbage, I'd be like, no, it was all right. It was, you know, it was, I was not disappointed. It was a temporary diversion that you will never think of again. It's still better written than Fifty Shades. Absolutely. And still better written than Twilight, if yes. only by a little. Yeah, there was dick sucking in this. So <laughs> I, better I, than I, Twilight. I mean, like, knowing she's not full of herself really and does make it better it, for me. It helps a lot. Like, yeah. she's, she's not out there thinking, like, yes, I am a scion of my generation. Twilight will change the world. Like, fuck you. Like, she knows, like, look, I wrote these trash books. People are buying them. I don't know why, but it's pretty cool. I'm going to keep doing it. Like, you know what, girl? You do your I have nothing, props. I have nothing but respect for that Res- position. <laughs> Honestly, respect. The key you- to happiness is low expectations. Her expectations are doing just fucking great. 
She's making bank off other people's low expectations. I will say that that Colleen Hoover does a good job of just like finding things that are fucked up and putting them in her books. Just uh, I think the way yeah, it was some described, weird shit. the way it was described in that like New York Times articles, like her books are known for like wild plot twists and graphic sex, and it's like, yep, that that describes it. This didn't have. This had a I, pretty predictable plot twist. I kind of like pretty vanilla sex. I, oh, okay, yeah, but the no. fact that the that the, the guy's head gets explodes in like the first paragraph, you know, like first sentence, and then Jeremy's like, head explodes the rest of the book. <laughs> uh, you can't just, just have the a fact plot that, twist on page one. No, just the fact that it starts with something like like. That is a that is a dramatic way to start a book. That's not necessarily a good way to start a book, but but that's not a plot twist. I would say you can't I twist would say when there's no plot yet. <laughs> I, I would say that the she's not a good author, and she would say that too. A worse, an even worse author. The twist would have been that Verity was, of course, still awake. But the fact that there was then like, after that a double hey, twist, as, as in it was very very clear. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, the twist is she's awake. Oh, what a surprise! Uh, and they would have ended it with that. But I think the twist in that, I mean, I guess I Ambiguity. I'm on the side of that it was an exercise, and the guy tried to kill her, and hid that all that. That's like a double twist. I kind of liked that. I thought that was actually more than I expected of of trash schlock. So I got to give her props for that. So I don't know how one could accomplish this, but what I would, in my, my uh, dream, dream version of this book, it would be a combination of both, right? It would be, she, they were, everyone was dishonest. That she had this, ex, she was writing this shit. But, like, but why would she have to do the exercise of writing from the perspective of the, vict, of the villain if that was what she always, already did? That was her thing. Why would she have to practice it all of a sudden? Doesn't that see like there's the, I, 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 I'm thinking back on it now. Uh, yeah, I can give Colleen Hoover a little more credit. Like <laughs> there's enough ambiguity here because like she already did that. Why would she do it now? Did she forget how to do the one thing she knew how to do? Hey man, even the masters have got to practice. Well, yeah, she talked about sucking the dick, but she <laughs> she could play that skin flute, but she's got to keep doing <laughs> scales. <laughs> she's like fucking the Jethro Tull of cock. <laughs> she's just well, tooting well. on. <laughs> This one's as thick as a brick. <laughs> Jethro tug job. Yeah. Jethro Jet throat tug job. <laughs> Jethro Tull is the, is the name of our... Uh, you know, like there's like the lesbian rock bands like ACDC Les Zeppelin. and Les Zeppelin. I saw Les Zeppelin Je- once. Jethro Tull has to be... <laughs> Come on, like I can't think of like a gay one. No for one's dudes. gonna go it's see not that. Very though. offensive. Because <laughs> it's already dudes. <laughs> it's already dudes. And a guy who's like half naked playing the flute. And I go, this is this is a little less, you know, this is something else. <laughs> so who should read this book? Because I don't know if anyone really needs to. Nobody ever. If you like Colleen Hoover, no, I guess. But if you like Colleen Hoover, you read it four years ago. Yeah, you already read it. And also, if you you're like, probably not listening to this. If you, hey, 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 who, hey, maybe, you know, if you this is like, our in, this is our in. We're in, but you with know the Hoover Dams. Get, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the name of the fandom. If we could just get her to listen to one, she'd be like, "Yeah, <laughs> I suck too, <laughs> don't we all?" But I'm rich, bitch. Um, 
That's true. Good for her, man. I, maybe I maybe she can become a patron. She can How it. fucking amazing would it be if she gave us money every month to just like... I would read all of her fucking books. Even one dollar. <laughs> I, I, would, I would... We would spend... 2023 would be fucking Colleen Hoover. We would read every single one. I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> just let the dam fall and there's a flood of Colleen Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and that's even if she gives us one dollar a month. The one dollar yeah, a month I do tier. it. I do it. That's, that's just for street cred, baby. <laughs> Uh, we're that I think we're that cheap. <laughs> we are that much of whores. <laughs> we will do it. No offense to current patrons. We are, we respect you differently. Um, if we would make her leave her money on the on the bedside table. <laughs> Don't look me in the eyes. We only let the patrons spit in our mouths. <laughs> so I, I think um, I lost my track of mind. Think track of tra- oh, fuck train of thought there. Hold on. It'll come it's back to shitty, but if you like expect it to be shitty, then you'll be mildly entertained. Yeah. No one's expecting this to be high highbrow. This is what I want to say. It's probably at least par for this genre. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Yeah. It's at least average. In which case, story-wise, yes. Writing quality, maybe not. But story-wise, yes. I would I'm be. Sure. I. I don't know, but if I had to uh, guess, I. Probably this book is one of the ones that she self-published. She wrote and then sold. She probably she self-published this. There was a thing at the end in my ebook where she was like, "You may never see this in physical form, like because this was like a div- this was a big change." I haven't even seen her. my last form. <laughs> it missed. <laughs> take form of it's like it's like uh, the fucking Wonder Twins. <laughs> Like take form of a bucket of water, <laughs> and she just like, these are limitedly uh, useful powers. But she, she she went to her publisher or went to a different publisher or something. I didn't really pay much attention. I'm sorry, but this was a different thing, the thriller thing for her. And um, they they were like, "Well, we'll put out an ebook, which costs nothing, literally <laughs> it's, nothing. It's fucking free. It's ones and, she put, and zeros." And she put a comment like, you may never see a physical form of this. I've actually seen a physical form of this. My sister-in-law has it. And I read the first couple pages of it the other day. And I was like, man, does this suck. And then I had to read the rest of it and uh, didn't didn't change my opinion. But it was, she kind of semi-self-published it. It's her thing. And good for her, man. I have nothing but respect for Colleen Hoover. As As a writer, she's not great. But as like a fucking make your own brand business person, as a doing yo thang person, she is a she's she's living her best life. Yeah, I have nothing but respect for that. All right, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail Follow us on Twitter at uh, drunkguysbc, or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And uh, don't wait till you're a vegetable. <laughs> Head over to drunkguysbookclub. Uh, no, what is it? patreoncom club and support the podcast. That'd be sweet. And you can also leave us a review wherever you listen to it. Just give us five stars. One star for every inch of dick in this book, cumulatively or collectively. I don't. 500 stars. Five million stars. Around. Around. And join us on Goodreads where we read other things. And check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.